0: Fucking everywhere, son. I'm gonna get a drug test and be fucked. Alright.
1: It started. Alright, so what's up, Jacob? What's going on?
0: Not much, how are you?
1: <laughs> good. Good.
0: I was uh wanted to have a conversation with you because I like talking to you.
1: We do have good conversations.
0: Long conversations.
1: Ranting. what do we rant about? um well first i think uh if you guys don't know who i am uh, oh yeah this is my one of my very great
0: friends (laughs) jacob elizondo aka mr no town fitness
1: yeah um been uh no town fitness is kind of something that comes and goes but uh it's there and it's can it's been there um Besides that, uh, I'm a dad and and a husband and fucking work a lot and I work out a lot.
0: I know, man. You're getting fucking juicy.
1: So yeah, got a show that thinking. Yeah, uh, if we go as planned, I think we're gonna go July 10th is the show. So I'm trying to figure that out. What are you competing in? Uh, classic physique. Ooh, um, yeah, I seen those quads. Yeah, they're not. They're not. I have a lot of improvement to do. I gotta do a lot of abductors. I gotta do tighten up a lot and and thicken the core. Do some abs and. But I think I think it's gonna work out.
0: I think progress-wise, though, you're in a fucking great spot.
1: Yeah, uh, I think you know that's the name of the game is doing this for a long time, not not short term. You know, because that's what bodybuilding is is building. You know, the short route's never the 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 best route i feel like it took a long time for me to even get where i'm at
0: i know bro you've come a long fucking way
1: yeah if you if you look at pictures where i was i mean
0: ahead,
1: just uh out of um it's been seven years no since i was 21 seven Nine, years seven years lifting yeah
0: well how old were you when you did your first show
1: I was
0: 25,
1: I think. I think, yeah, 25. Yep. You ever competed?
0: No, no, no. How old were you? So you're now 27, 28. Yeah, 27. 27. What month are you?
1: June. June. Yeah. I don't really care, like my birthday, just because I feel like it's there's so many more like other uh, relevant things and things to worry about than a birthday. Because I I really don't even pay attention to my age. No. I always gotta ask. I always got to ask Claudia, you know, how old am I getting? She's like, you're 28. Like, wait, 27 right now. But I'm going to be 28. Uh, But it's just kind of like one of the last things on my mind. Really?
0: Okay. Yeah, I'm October. Yeah, how old are you? 28. I I started thinking about it uh, when I started getting more into, like... I think that's a bad thing about me is that I think that because I'm at a certain age, I need to be at a certain place. It's kind of fucked up, but...
1: I think... um... That's just kind of how we were raised, though. I mean, but also, too, we put a lot of pressure on ourselves as individuals. I think we put so much stress on working right now so we can relax later, that we want certain things in life at certain moments and, like, as benchmarks to get, like, notches in the belt. But I don't know. 28, you got a good business. You got a house. And a cool truck. I think you're on track to do good things.
0: I'm trying, dude. I'm trying. I'm looking I'm looking at you too, and I'm just seeing all your uh, success this last year. So, like, okay, so you got. You look like a fucking savage, right? I- I'm just saying that as a compliment. You know, I'm not saying that. You know, mm-hmm. I really believe that you look fucking great, dude. Thanks, dude. And you just got yourself a house, and you drive a cool ass truck too. Yeah, it's
1: it's it. It was. I mean. <clears throat> I didn't really think I was this this was even possible anything that, I mean I always knew I could work hard but I mean to be honest you know when me when I met Claudie uh before I met Claudia, Claudia was kind of like the changing point to kind of like changing who I am and if you guys don't know who Claudia is um she's my wife and uh we met when we were 21 and prior to that you know I was doing I was selling drugs and drinking and driving and smoking and driving and doing a lot of bad stuff uh, that I shouldn't be doing. Um, And, you know, I met her, you know, we became, we started dating each other and moved in with her and then we had a baby. We were pregnant within like three months, I think. So things moved so quick. Um, But even then, dude, like I really didn't think that we were even going to have the baby because you know i had lost my job uh, i was a seasonal firefighter so uh that was done and the fire season was over so um, unemployment was taking a long time to kick in claudia had just gotten like this ear this moth had just flew in her ear and it was like the size of like a, a 50 cent piece if you could imagine just like in her ear that was flying around and it was flying around in there flying around in her ear and i didn't even uh, know there was a room to fly around in there yeah dude you could fly around in there and then um yeah and then so we were at such a bad point that we were like you know having our daughter wasn't even like an option so it's like you know fitness wise we were working out and then she got pregnant and then that happened and then but through that whole time we had worked out consistently and then um we had stuck to it just going to the gym because that's what we did and then uh you know uh when we got pregnant we continued to do it but we were like fuck do we even want to bring a daughter we do we even want to bring another human into this world because you know you think about your childhood and you think about where you're at in life you're like man i don't know where my next paycheck is coming from I and mean, me and claudia were. <laughs> literally like happy over 20 cents because there was uh, a gas station that had a happy hour from like 12 o'clock to like three o'clock you could go get a soda for like a quarter a large soda and that was like the highlight of our day was going during that happy hour to get the soda and we would like lift up the couch and like look under cushions and go into our cars just to find that that money so we did that, and then, like you know, by the grace of God, uh, you know, we were going to my mom's house to eat because we could, we didn't have food, ran out of food stamps and everything. So to be where I'm at, like it's just crazy. It's a crazy story from the beginning to the end, but you know, the success. I don't consider it success because you know it's not where I want to be, but you know, it is. We've come a long way, and it's been a long time in the building process, like. Yeah, I know your whole um. I was uh, I would talk to you while you were trying to get into that. that. Yeah, man, it was it was a struggle, dude. You know, there's so many times where, you know, I wouldn't. I was just like, "Fuck that fucking house, dude." You know, a house isn't fucking happiness. Um, but I'm glad that you know, Claudia made me stick it out, and we buckled down and we got the house. But yeah, so, success is. She's Set.
0: she's she's a very grounding person. Like she's she very. looks solid, bro. She looks like she would ride or die for you.
1: Yeah, my success I could honestly say comes from her, and that's like you know the success didn't just happen. You know, cause I'm I'm very I'm very easygoing, dude. Very. I,
0: yeah.
1: got, I got you know I got a cool car to drive. Um, I got some weed, and you know I got cool friends, and my bills are paid. Like I don't really need much in life, but. You know, having somebody that makes you want to do more, it, like that's driving the success is, it's pretty cool too. Yeah, man.
0: I like I like that about you, that you're uh, pretty easygoing. But I also see I see your your girl, your wife, and I'm like, I I like respectable women, dude. Like she's a very respectable woman. Like you know the type of girls who's like you look at her and you're like, yeah, I can't really like, like I can't really mess like. It's one of those things, like, that's why I love my wife so much, because, I don't know, just the way they, like, carry themselves, it's different, you know, than just, and there's nothing wrong with women who act different, you know, who aren't all serious, but I, I don't know, something about respectable women, like, I mean, obviously, you got to respect every woman, right? Yeah. But. I'm not every woman. Uh, whatever, whatever, you know, you, you can't, I don't know if you, <laughs> I think it's because we live in an era where you can and can't say shit. I mean, you don't respect some women, not like purposefully, you know? I'm not talking about like you know, tr- like the way you physically treat them and shit like yeah. that. I mean, it's like the way you look at them. Yep. Like, obviously, you respect everyone when you see them, you know, to a certain extent. <laughs> extent. But I don't, something about girls who like carry themselves like in a serious manner when they don't know you or when they don't know your friends or whatever and you can trust. Like, you can trust. I can trust that like You know, when I need something done, I can count on my wife to to like, hey, you know, I need you to come do this or I need you to come do that because you know I'm in a tough situation or whatever. I need you to like, I need you to tell me my shit when I'm being like, when I'm being a little bitch. I I I need her to tell me, hey, dude, you're acting like a pussy. Like, she won't say it like that. She gets mad when I cuss, but I'm guessing it's kind of the same for you when it comes to your girl. Like, she holds you down and she makes you. Yeah,
1: very much so. I think I think you know I think success. It's a team effort when, when you know, when you have a family and a household to hold down, you know, seven years. You know, how long have you, you and Alicia been together?
0: Around seven years.
1: Seven years. So, <laughs> well, know, Paul, actually,
0: so, I think eight. I don't know, dude. Fuck.
1: You, you know, you know somebody's ins and outs. And, you know, to say that a success, you know, we were just talking about bodybuilding, how that's selfish. But, well, to say that one success is solely just somebody else's. It's just that individual success is, you know, I think that's a selfish thing to say because, you know, as like leader of the household and the man of the household, your success is driven from your family's success, I kind of feel like. So that's kind of the way I feel like my success is, is kind of like our success. Yeah, definitely. But definitely it has come to fruition, Fruition just recently you know it's been seven years in the making and, and i'm nowhere near done so yeah still got tons tons of work to do
0: well, i'm glad to hear that man it drives me yeah it drives me honestly it motivates me seeing you do your shit like do your work and, and you're up at five in the morning and i'm just like i'm waking up at fucking six thirty seven, like fuck yeah i'm like late
1: well, I see. There's, there's, you know, I'm very. Uh, I seek what's to be better, and I have friends that are up at four, four thirty in the morning, and they're they've been up. I mean, they're the alarm clocks are for three forty five, three fifty. You know, and, and uh, I can see why because when you wake up at when I wake up at four in the morning or four thirty. Um. You know. Sorry. If I wake up at five, I feel like I'm late. And so at 4 30, I'm even kind of pushing it, but I need to start waking up at four because the more time that you have to set yourself up for the day gives you more time in the end. So by waking up at four in the morning, four thirty, I'm able to read my self-development books, read my devotional books, you know, feed my dog, play with my dog, pack my lunch, clean up the kitchen you know just move it yeah halfway. um i feel like it gives you more freedom you know it gives you time to you, you do more so you do less in the end
0: yeah and, that's true so you worry about all the important things in the morning and uh as soon as you know you get off work or whatever you're doing for the day you you have time to i don't know do all the like Give your your full attention to the things, like you mentioned, like your dog, you know, playing with your daughter, you know, helping her with whatever homework or anything like that she has, I'm guessing.
1: Yeah, so that's that's kind of the way I see, it. you know, the earlier you wake up, the more time you set yourself up to align yourself up for success and how you do things and what you're going to do for the day. So I feel like if you do that every morning, that you're you're only going to improve from what I've seen and, and my buddies that do that you know they're they're very successful and I admire that about them and that makes me want to do better because I've seen you know one particular friend I have I talked I was 23 and he was 27 and um, he told me he was like I'm gonna make x amount of money by this time and he did it and you know everything that this dude is has spoke You know, the quantum physics, I guess you could say, you know, speak it into fruition. So, you know, he used to wake up in the mornings and write it down. And then slowly but surely over the years, you know, in three years, he made all of his dreams come true that he was talking about when he met me. So I think, um, you know, to follow in his footsteps a little bit and that could kind of set it just kind of shows that, like, you know, it is possible if you set yourself up that way. I feel like. That's a good way to look at it. Yeah. That's dope, man. But yeah, so what's going on with Aggressive, man? He got a company, too. Yeah. Yeah. I, I have trouble
0: talking about about myself. I don't know why I always have. I've always tried to keep myself out of the picture. And now we're doing this podcast, and I'm in the picture. And it's,
1: um, it's daunting, man. What's the purpose for this podcast? Because, I mean, we've... Me and Carlos have been, we've been good friends now for going on like a year and a half. Um, I've always followed his brand um, and I've always known who he was. Um, But he's never really, he's always put other people in front of the camera. So this is kind of different. So what is the purpose behind this?
0: Uh, The purpose behind this podcast or the brand?
1: Uh, Both.
0: The podcast is kind of like an extension of the brand and I feel like there I go saying I feel like I, you know I say that a lot, um, but I do feel like it needed to have a voice, and it was missing it for a long time. We were able to do a lot with all the athletes that we were working with before, you know. And the objective was always to. I don't like using the word inspire or motivate because they're tossed around a lot, <clears throat> because I don't think we're always gonna run off of <clears throat> off of inspiration or motivation. And when I was in a tough spot, I didn't have anybody to help me. Yeah. So when when I was in a position where I needed to do better and I felt like everybody else was was moving ahead and I wasn't following my dreams and it was always the gym and me being super cutthroat with myself that helped me move forward when I had help from other people. Even to this day, if I have help from other people, it feels like a crutch. Like people will try to help me and it still feels like a crutch. That's why whenever you see me, I'm like, I'm like either I'm, I'm, I'm working on something new or I'm complaining about something that I'm already doing because I'm trying, I'm I'm not complaining. I'm trying to figure out how to move past it. So everything that I've learned for the last, how how long have I been doing this? Six, seven years. Mm -hmm. It's all been like this big ass lesson. And I didn't know it for the first two years that it was this big ass lesson. I thought I was starting a brand, like a, like a clothing brand in it. And then I realized that that wasn't like, you know, underneath it all, that wasn't really my objective. It wasn't to start a clothing brand. And I don't think it is a clothing brand. I hope it's not a clothing brand because that's not what I'm trying to convey because the clothes and all that other stuff doesn't really matter. But the objective of the brand is to help people in almost, in an almost physical way. Does that make any sense? When you see shit that says, you know, when I see shit that says, or when I think something like, um, you want to do it and you're going to have to do it anyway. Why not the fuck just start now? You know, stuff like that. It's like, so am I, am I procrastinating my efforts because it's going to be hard and I'm going to end up in a position where, where I didn't do it. And now I'm, I don't know, 40, 50, and I still haven't done it? Or should I just deal with the mess now? You know, nobody's going to teach me. I don't have a mentor. I've never had a mentor. Anybody who I thought was a mentor would always have an ulterior motive for me. And I would always help as much as I could. But I always thought that I've always felt alone. And even though I was alone for a very long time, I found a way to move past it. And I found a way to create something, out of, like you said, into fruition. And even after that, I've gone through struggles, you know, I've gone through fucking like major depression and all this stuff. And I don't really like to talk about it because everybody has, um, I like to call them sob stories. I feel like mine is a sob story if I talk about it, but that is what, moving past that is what helps strengthen me. So forcing myself to do the things that I hate to do, like cardio. I, I hated cardio my whole life. I got a whole story behind that. But if I talk about it, it's a sob story. Now, if I overcome it and I force myself into the fucking suffering, into the hell that it is, it's an even better story because then I overcame it. So especially when it comes to stuff like that, you know, if you're going through some sort of trauma and you you're over that trauma and you feel like you're fine, but you didn't overcome it, it just kind of stopped. Then what lesson did you learn? Yeah,
1: and that's what you feel like.
0: I feel like aggressive is that I feel like aggressive is forcing yourself personally to do the things that you need to do with or without motivation and just fucking just going through the fire because life life is that fire and life is not easy as much as you know we like to say oh some people have it some people everybody's got a struggle that they're going through nobody thinks they're the fucking bad guy bro ask anybody ask anybody you ask in politics friend right? you ask Joe Biden you ask Donald Trump you ask fucking Pelosi you ask Newsom you ask a Republican you ask a Democrat Nobody thinks that their intentions are fucking bad. They think one of two things. I have to do what I have to do to feed my family. That makes me a good guy, right? Mm-hmm. And two, I, I, I don't believe that this is bad for humanity. I don't believe that what I'm doing is affecting people in a negative way. But I need to eat. Like you, you got to feed your family and you're going to do whatever you have to do, whatever it takes. That's your motive. But at the end of the day, you decided to have your family. You decided to be with your wife. You decided to have your daughter and you're going to do whatever the fuck it takes because you made that decision. You're not a bad guy. I don't think anybody believes that they're a bad guy. I think perspective is everything when it comes to do with that. And if you're talking about yourself, which in this case, I am talking about myself. I believe that I'm such a fucking piece of work that is never going to be finished and it doesn't stop. So I have to constantly put myself through this pain and suffering every fucking day. Because if not, I end up being stagnant and going backwards and regressing into that person that I was before. So if I don't put myself through the fire, life will put me through it. And then it's going to be that much harder because then I have to learn to do it all over again. So if I go to the gym every single fucking day and I make myself do the cardio and I make myself lift and I make myself do all the things that I don't wanna do, when life hits me, I'm gonna be like, so what? I've been doing this shit myself for years. And it's fucking emotional for me because I don't think people understand that. I think people, you know, when you wanna build something and you wanna grow it, people think, oh, you know, this looks sick. When they see you, right? They see your quads, they see your fucking gains. They're like, dude, you're getting fucking huge. You look sick as fuck. When you step on that stage, Everybody's going to be like, oh yeah, he worked hard. He worked hard. He worked hard. There's going to be times when you probably felt like crying because of how hard it was for you to get up that morning and do the fucking cardio. Because it's not just a show. It's not just your physique. It's about what all that effort and all that work makes you become as a person, as an individual. And it's not even like as a person that people see, bro. It's like the image of yourself. When you think about yourself, do you think? Sometimes I'll think, dude, I'm such a piece of shit. I'll think that about myself. Because I'm not doing what I need to do. I'm being fucking lazy. I'm being a pussy. I call myself a bitch all the time. Because I know that I can be doing so much better. To this day, right now, I could be doing so much better and I'm not. So it's always going to be work. So that's what aggressive is. Dude, that, that quote, the most fucking popular quote, no matter what happens next, there is no fail. We get back up and try again. You know what that fucking means? It means that no matter what happens, if I fucking fail, I still have to get up the next morning. Yep. Right? And I failed so many fucking times, dude, even with this. But I still have to get up every fucking morning and look at myself in the mirror and be like, this is who I am. Even the the biggest fucking failures have to get up the next morning. Yep. So then what matters to me the most is who who I believe I am. And if I'm not living up to that that fucking expectation of myself? Like you said, dude, like I you said I'm I'm nowhere near where I should be, where I believe I should be. You're we're never going to reach that point. And that's so fucking beautiful. I just went off on a fat tangent.
1: Fat fucking tangent. Um so, nah, let's get back Let's reel it back in. Fuck, dude, guitar. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> This podcast. Now that was the brand. Yeah. Now, you've had a couple of people on this podcast. Now, what each one brings something different. Um, you know, Zach, Chris, myself. I think Alicia's is on. Have you had her yet? Not yet. So that's coming. But what is the purpose with all these different angles and different? I mean, it's the, it's the voice
0: the voice you know
1: aggressive is, is
0: is its own thing it's its own person and and you know i feel like it needed to have a voice things needed to be said that weren't being said that couldn't be conveyed through a motivational video that couldn't be conveyed through a picture of, of somebody who looks jacked um or of quotes and words that come up while i'm doing cardio and stuff like that i tried everything and to this day i still feel like it needs that voice and i think that's what this is you just heard me go off on what, on what I believe it is, and none of that would have been said if we didn't do this podcast. Yeah. Um, and I think people like you that inspire me, talking to you, dude, how many people do you know that you can have, like, a crazy-ass conversation with and they're going to listen?
1: Uh, There's a few, A but handful. Yeah. I could say a handful, just because... I try not to to have conversations with people that aren't on the same wavelength. I believe um everybody is at where they're at in life and that's just like a chapter in their life. Um you know, sometimes or it, it's just an area in life where you and that person are are relating to each other and then you outgrow one another or You know, you grow, and that other person stays stagnant, and they don't grow, and so they just stay there. So I don't have these conversations with everybody, and I think not everybody deserves to have those conversations with you. Because if someone isn't putting, you know, the same principles and applying the same same things to their lives, and they can't relate to you, then why should you even waste your time having this conversation? Because they're not going to get it they are not going to get the fact that you're always seeking better. They're not going to get the fact that there's always something more that you could be doing. There's always something, you know, they don't realize that, you know, Be this is selfish. And when you call it selfish, they're going to see that that's not selfish or, you know, they're going to see it as something else, but really, you know, somebody that, you know, when you tell me certain things are selfish, or when you tell me, you know, it's never ending or, you know, you're never sad. I get those things. And, you know, not everybody deserves to have those conversations with you because some people do feel like it is enough. Some people feel like, oh, okay, I'm chilling right here. You know, I, am not going to also too though, Some people do go through phases where they do feel comfortable. I just got out of one. You know, I just forced myself to chase, um, something, you know, a certification for my job. So, but you know, I wasn't chasing it because I was comfortable. We worked fucking hard to get in that fucking house. We worked fucking hard to save up for that dog. To pay off bills. To, you know, to fix our credit. To do everything we did. So, when we finally got it all, it was like, damn. Like, I'm good. I'm fucking chilling. So, you know. But when I mean that, everybody deserves those conversations. Like, not and there. If I wasn't having those conversations, though. With you, prior, I wouldn't deserve them when I was content because I'm putting in those effort. But having those conversations where you're telling me, you know, to keep working, to grind endlessly, to keep, you know, you got this. You know, those conversations are what gets you out of that contingency, that gets you out of that complacency to where you're at. And so, but if I wasn't in the first place having those conversations and I wasn't seeking more, I wouldn't deserve that in that dark time. If that makes sense. Not dark time, but in that time where I'm not seeking more.
0: So you feel like this is more like um, you're setting yourself up. It's like when you say when you put a dollar in, be- in your pants and you leave it there. And then you wash the pants, you're like, fuck yeah, I got a dollar. You yeah. find it later.
1: Yeah, exactly. Does you know, that make sense? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's exactly like that in, in correlation because, you know, I'm, I didn't deserve that conversation with you right then and there, you know, because I was pretty happy in life, but, you know, you kept reminding me, like, you know, keep chasing more, and that got me to get back into that mindset, because, you know, it is hard, you know, when you work hella hard, and you build up to something, and you get what you work, you worked for, and finally, you had at a point where it's like, damn, this is what I worked for, I'm gonna enjoy this, and then it's like, you know, you get stuck there, because you're comfortable.
0: Like growing, I don't mean, I don't, I think this goes with what you're saying. It's growing for growing sake. Does that make sense? Like, like fitness for you, for the bodybuilding for you, my bad, isn't, you want, you're going to do a show, right? For me, when I grow, I, the other day I was thinking about it, like, I felt like I stopped doing it. You know, I did all that cardio, I lost like, I don't know, like 20, 30 pounds. Uh, and I was like, well, I'm not going to be a bodybuilder, you know? And then one day I, I was in the gym and I was like, dude, well like, you know, I haven't, I need to be lifting. And then I thought, well, I want to be jacked if I'm going to be lifting. And then I'm, I hit, I'm like, why don't I just get jacked? And am like, Cause, well, I'm not going to compete. or Nothing like that. I've never competed or anything like that. I'm like, why the fuck don't I just get jacked? Because I want to be fucking jacked. Why not just do all that work that you're doing? Because you want to be a person who does that kind of work. Mm-hmm. You're fucking, it builds your fucking character. And I think. Analyzing that, right? You ever, you ever thought about that? I'm thinking about it right now. I'm, I haven't thought about it in the past. That word, build your character.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know what a character is.
1: Yeah. You ever, you
0: ever, have you thought about that?
1: I don't really know. Like building to, your to character. To be honest, I gotta take a fucking leak. Go
0: ahead. <laughs> okay, you've been drinking like a, like a, like a fish. Yeah, I got. You can open that door. You're good. Uh, Hope you guys are enjoying these last few episodes. I've been talking to Zach and Chris, and they're great people. I like talking to Chris. I like talking to Zach. Uh, We have a lot of conversations like the ones that you guys have heard. Uh, I had a few questions the other day. I posted a story, you know, what would you guys like to hear on the podcast? And one of the questions is, you know, more about your brand. This brand was started in 2013. Uh, I had just left my job, and I think I had like 300 bucks left after paying all my bills. And I bought 20 shirts from a guy in Bakersfield. His name's Eric from Providence Clothing. He's a screen printer. He's one of the best screen printers in California. Uh, I believe so. He's a great guy. Uh, And we made a batch of shirts, and I was slinging them out of the back of my car. Uh, I gave away a lot of them, you know, because I didn't know how to tell people, "Hey, this shirt costs this much." And by giving them away, I realized that people, you know, just them wearing them was already credit enough to me. So I ended up giving a lot of shirts away. And you know, what six, seven years later, here we are. That was a good leak. I was great leak. You know those those leaks when you're just like holding it the other day. I'm not gonna lie to you, dude. I like pissing outside. I do
1: too. I don't like going to the restrooms.
0: I like pissing outside in the middle of the night, you know, when you're before you go to bed or something. You fucking take a long ass leak. Yep. And the other day I took this one, it fucking lasted forever, dude. Those are the best ones, though. Where it feels kinda like, like you're fucking finishing up, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you ever you ever just had a piss so good it felt like you were fucking like you were having an orgasm, dude. Like, um, no, you've never felt like yeah, yeah, you're, you're yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: Like, when when when, uh, when you're in traffic and you finally get out of traffic. Yeah, you
0: know what I'm talking about. You're trying to think about it, but
1: yeah, I just had to think about it, dude. I've those
0: are <clears throat> those are some of the best pisses ever. <laughs> I was thinking about that last night.
1: <laughs> just take a rip, my bad.
0: No, you're good, dude. Hey what you gotta do whatever you gotta do. Um, but yeah. So <clears throat> Yeah man, building your character. Maybe. If you think I now I'm looking at it like building your character is a guy right here. This is me. How am I gonna build him?
1: I think I think what the gym translates to so much more in life than just getting big I think it translates to every aspect I think if you can work hard in the gym it shows that you know you're voluntarily doing hard work and so that that me you know obviously you know you're gonna correlate that to something else in life you know whether it's being the best car washer the best, the best burger flipper the best fucking taco maker you're gonna be the best fucking Whatever the best you can be, you know, the best fucking front desk person, you know, I think anybody that works out is seeking the best, you know, because they're obviously seeking improvement in themselves. So I think, you know, it is building character, but, you know, it's also saying something about that character as well, because they also have to have that character. Mm
0: hmm. I see I see I see I see it as like a I don't know if it's the same thing that you said, I see it as like a like a like a lighter. So if you ignite the fire with fucking gym. Yeah, exactly. Then Sorry. you do it every morning or you do it every evening. It's just kind of the staple and that's the staple that pre it's the predecessor. I don't know what the fuck word to use to, to to having that discipline, to having that conviction for something, and then you apply that to all the other aspects of your life. Yep. You ever try not working out?
1: I can't. I couldn't do it. Nah. I uh, I can't. It's been something my life to change my life. You know. I don't think I could work out. I could not work out. I got. I think I got depressed a little bit when COVID hit. I don't like to say depressed because I think that's for little pussies, but I don't know if I could say that.
0: Yeah, I I don't like saying it, but you could.
1: I I think, you know, I think uh, depression, you know, it's something that I say a lot is you control your emotions, you control your mind, you're in charge of yourself and you're in charge of the person that you look at in the mirror. And, you know, you could always choose happiness, you can always choose hunger, you can always choose whatever type of positive emotion so you know but i hate to say that word depressed but i think i did i think i finally knew what depressed was but i finally had to like that's when i started running Mm -hmm. that's when i started to do something because i realized i was like yo what the fuck i was like 245 pounds back when covid first started in march and uh yeah dude so when I started no no that's when I
0: started up in it
1: yeah, no, I, yeah well I didn't have there was no gyms there was no gyms for the time I didn't, I didn't join one gym my current gym that's how I got to my current gym was cuz they were open through the whole pandemic this, Willie's got a great gym out there man yeah uh, best gym in town I feel like
0: he's got a great gym it's got everything the iron office I go to my gym I love my gym I think it's a great gym too I don't think we should uh, compete on gyms because I love my gym. Nah, uh, but um, they're both great gyms, and you know they're both doing something for the community.
1: Yeah, I think for sure. Yeah. Uh,
0: and uh, yeah. So when it comes to that, I don't, I think when you say depressed, I think people who are depressed, they're either not conscious or not willing to be conscious of the amount of effort that it's gonna that they can do to get out of that state. I think. I, I, I just, wouldn't I wouldn't say it's like a, like a, I think when you get out of it, you think of it like as a like as a pussy thing. But I think when you're depressed um, and you it it's like walking through the fire, bro.
1: Like I just think it's a coping mechanism, you know, because things have been made me sad before in life and I've been hurt. But then I had to realize
0: Yeah, before you get to that state, how difficult
1: is it to get there? you know I can honestly say I just had to decide you know feeling like this sucks yeah and it wasn't like longer than a day or like two days yeah but some
0: people go through months I think I just
1: you know I'm naturally I'm a happy dude and so I think that's why it's hard for me to like grasp the concept of you know depression or like being depressed because it's like you know that's allowing that to consume you. You know, because well, most people that say they're depressed, they they know they are. You know what I mean?
0: But everybody's rock bottom is different.
1: I know, but knowing you have like, I guess I should be. Some people are sensitive to this, but
0: no, no, I'm not. I'm not trying. I'm not trying to negate what you're saying. I'm just trying to put it into better terms because if if you look at depression from the standpoint mm-hmm. that you're at the way you're looking at it, right? Like, cause you got over it. You said it was a couple of days. You said, I don't want to feel this way. It sucks feeling this way. So I need to do something about it. If you're looking at it from the perspective of somebody who's been dealing with depression, somebody who doesn't have legs, somebody who doesn't have arms and they can't just get out of it. You know, they're, they're in a much different position than we are. Yeah. So for them to be depressed, it's like there's credit to your depression. Like you, you, you get to feel depressed. Everybody gets to be, be depressed about something, right? Every once in a while. It happens. But to, to, to look at it from their perspective and be like, oh, this sucks. I don't want to feel this way. Okay, well, you can't grow your legs back. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. So, yeah, I get I get the validation. I get what you're saying. Uh, yeah, so
0: I'm not negating. The way I like to look at things, I like to look at it from the best perspective. And I like to look at it from the worst perspective. So when it comes to depression, I think some people, for them, it's, they have you know all their fucking mobility and all their health. Or even if they don't have their health and they need to gain their health, right? Because obviously that was a big thing. And it still is a big thing right now when it comes to all this mess. You know? The last... The, the fucking... The, the fire that we were all in last year. Fire. You know? Um, I don't like to say this, but... At the end of the day, a lot of us have that option to, to do the work. Instead of just sit there and complain. And I know a lot of people who complain all day. And... I'll tell them, hey, dude, you have a treadmill. You have a bike. Why don't you just start doing fucking 20 minutes a day? That's how I started when I was in, in depressed. Let's call it that because i that's what I believe it was. I started doing 20 minutes a day, 20 minutes a day, 20 minutes a day. I had a desk job back then. So for me not to be doing nothing and then do 20 minutes a day made a huge difference. And then I went up and up and up and up and up and now here we yep. are.
1: Yep. Yeah, I can see that.
0: So. I I get what you're saying, and I think people like you, there's a huge incentive to following people like you and watching people like you, because you don't, it's like I said, there's motivation and inspiration, those words get thrown around a lot, but when you're watching somebody do it, everybody likes to show what they got, you know, the dude who has shredded abs, the dude who steps on stage, the dude who got the fine ass girl, the dude who has a lot of money, they like to show that shit, but nobody likes to post when they're in the gutter. That's embarrassing. Mm-hmm. People are going to think, oh, that guy, fuck that guy. And I've always been one to post my shit. You know that about me. Yep. I've never hit any of it. I've, I've, I've shown my successes and I've shown my failures. And I talk about my failures a lot to you because I don't want to go back to that spot. But for somebody to see, you know, you get up at five in the morning. You're like, man, to- I- I've heard you say, man, today this happened. You know, or I didn't get this. And you're like, fuck, I feel like shit. But you know what? We got to keep on fucking trucking. To me, that says, okay, I'm not the only one that just failed at this. Maybe he's in a different situation, but look at him. And I'm sure
1: he feels like shit,
0: dude. I'm sure when you say it, like, you're like, let's just keep on trucking. You're like, fuck. In your head, you're still like, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. But by you saying that. You get people who not only agree with you, there's a difference, a huge fucking difference between somebody agreeing with you and somebody feeling
1: how you feel. Yeah. A lot of the times when <clears throat> when when I tell myself to keep going, like I, I'm sincerely like talking to myself. And you know, sometimes I'll record myself talking to myself like, you know, I failed the test. Um, you know, I sat there and I was kind of like bummed out for about five minutes. And then I realized, I was like, dude, first off, you don't deserve to be sad. You didn't study hard enough. Second off, you're being a little pussy. Um, you know, knock it off. And then, uh, you know, I just thought about it. Like, what is crying going to do about it? What is, what is being sad going to do about it? Is it going to help you pass your test? No, it's not. The only thing that's going to help me pass my test is doing the fucking work. And you know, it's in those moments where it's like, wait a second. Did I do everything that I deserve? Did I do everything in my power to pass that to pass that test or to, to achieve what I what I needed to do to achieve? And yeah. if the answer isn't yes, then you don't deserve to feel bad. To feel bad. You Sorry, don't I didn't mean to. Yeah, you, you, you no, you're right. You don't deserve to feel that. You don't deserve to feel sympathetic for yourself. You don't deserve to feel any sense of remorse. You know, and that's what that's what kind of snaps me out of it, you know. Even that you can apply that to anything in life. You know, if you're at work and you don't get a promotion, did you deserve that promotion? You know, if if you're doing everything that you can at work to be the best that you can be, and you don't get a promotion, then you know what? That does kind of suck. <laughs> But all you can do is just keep being the best you can be. Being you got to keep going. That's it. That, that, that applies to everything for this bodybuilding competition. You know, am I doing everything that I can? I am. You know, I'm doing whatever. I see.
0: I see. I see the, um, I'm going to put us on live. Is that cool?
1: Yeah. I see the
0: videos of of, uh, of your your, what do you call it? Your air fryer. And it makes me envy you for having an air fryer, and uh, I'm just watching you every morning, bro. And I'm watching you got here today, and you had your meals prepped. And I was like, "Well, damn, this guy's serious."
1: Yeah. Let's put it right there. That's the goal, right there.
0: Yeah. So that means that you're doing everything. Yeah. No, I, I
1: forgot what we were talking about. Um, Yeah. Are you doing everything? No, that's what I'm saying. So, like, you know, feeling bad for yourself and feeling sad, you know, unless you're doing everything that you can. You can't feel bad for yourself. You can't feel bad for yourself. And, and you know, for me to say that and for me to actually apply it, you know, are two different things. You know, Because it's easier to say, don't feel bad for yourself, but then feel bad for myself. But, you know, I'm like pretty honest with myself when it comes to anything like you line sack of shit like that's what i'm saying bro you know so i think that's you know there's two different things and that's why when i say like you know choosing happiness is always an option because you need to choose that mindset okay i see
0: that i see what you're saying You don't think it could be so, like, a lot of things have to do with hormonal imbalances, too.
1: Maybe. I mean, everybody's...
0: Honest question.
1: (sighs) Yeah, dude. Uh, You know, because some people, their chemicals in their brain are just unstable. And, yeah, it makes sense.
0: So, that's the way I see it. Like, I, I I think it could be, like, also, like, an endorphin addiction. You ever just not work out one day and you're like the whole day, you're like, fuck. Like, even if you just go and do like yeah. 10 minutes of something, you're like, yeah. for the rest of
1: the day, you're fine. Craving that dopamine. Dopamine. Yeah. Dopamine, dude. I'm craving it, dude. I need that.
0: Yeah. No, I think, I think that says a lot about, about, about emotions and how we're feeling. I know a lot of people who are depressed at this moment and, and, or, you know, when I was doing that, that. What is it, two miles a day for 30 days? I met a lot. Dude, I didn't think a lot of people were going to be like, okay, let's
1: fucking do this. You saw how many people wanted to uh, do that. That you. was, I needed that. You know, that was part of the realizing like, yo, dude, you're letting this consume you. You're letting this fire go out, con- consume you. And well, uh,
0: the, the, co- well, the by fire, we mean COVID, right?
1: Yeah. Okay. Okay. You know, it, it took away the gym and that took away the dopamine that I was getting. And so I wasn't getting that daily hour and a half, two hours of of physical activity that I was always getting, you know, so it took away that, those endorphins. Yeah. And then the cardio. Yeah. But then seeing that, like, you know, you kind of made me realize that mindset, like, yo, I'm choosing to be down the good or I'm choosing to be depressed when, once I saw like, yo, you can run, I was like, yo, wait a second, I can run. Like, I don't need to choose to beat it this way. I can choose to run. It's going to fucking hurt my knees because it did hurt my knees. It hurt like a bitch, my shins. Fucking hurt my ankles. Fucking hurt. I haven't ran like that in years. But, you know, I chose the hard way. And that's just proof, you know, you can always choose another way to not be in that mindset that you're in.
0: Yeah, man. And I would hit up a lot of people and be like, hey, you know, let's go do this or let's go do that. And usually, you know, when you post something like on social media and you tell people, hey, we should do this. A lot of people just brush it by. So what I did is I just started contacting people. And I was like, hey, hey, dude. I wasn't charging for any of it, dude. I was like, hey, let's go. Let's do two miles a day. Let's do two miles a day. And I just, I didn't, I hit up people individually. And that's how I got people to be like, all right, let's fucking go. Yeah. Some people are running like fucking 12 miles to this day, bro. They started at two miles and they're running like 12 miles a day right now. Yeah.
1: It's not for me.
0: Hey, man, I'm doing the fucking Stairmaster. Whatever right?
1: whatever works for everybody, man. Whatever. But,
0: but it says a lot, man. Some people needed it. Some people needed that push. And I think when, whenever we can be that push for somebody, honest push. Everybody wants to drive and function off motivation on social media. If they're an influencer, they want to talk about motivation and they want to inspire people. But to show them when you're down in the gutter? Yeah. Uh, what's more inspiring than that? Yeah, i
1: seen a 240-pound dude get down to 187. Fuck. What, you were at that much? Yeah, bro. You're fucking lying. Swear to God. You were at 240? Yeah. What the? You you didn't look like you were at 240? Bro, I was fat. P-H-A-T.
0: Damn, your body retains fat in all the right places then because you did not look fat. No,
1: bro, it was all in the stomach. Oh, you're just wearing that t shirts. Yep. Huffing and puffing, walking.
0: You know who's, that, who's losing all, who started at 240 and is like at like at 209 right now? You remember that guy at the gym, the owner, Art? Yeah. Dude, that dude's been running like nine miles a day. That's crazy. Shout out to Strength Station. <laughs> <laughs> it is fucking crazy, man. Um, and I told him in the, at first, he's like, what should I do? I was like, honestly, dude, if you're trying to lose weight, the first thing I recommend, if, you know, if he was already lifting, I was like, just start doing cardio, man. You start doing cardio, it'll start. It'll light the fire to whatever else you're gonna do. And he started running, and now all of a sudden, dude, everybody fucking surpasses me when it comes to that shit. I start something, and then they're fucking doing like ten times whatever the fuck I was trying to do in the beginning.
1: Yeah, people, people that ru- <clears throat> people that run like that are different animals. They are. It's a different animal.
0: So, I mean, that's pretty much pretty much what else what else have we done this year man like everything's picking back up shit's about to get way more competitive now what's 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 new for
1: for no time you were talking to me about that you were pretty you are um, pretty I'm trying to I'm, I don't want to talk on it because I, I just want to wait until things are actually until they're done so big things are coming for Jacob Elizondo I and just, his brand if things go you know according to plan yes you know we're trying to do things the right way we do things wrong uh oh Oh, my coach just texted me oh shit oh shit okay uh yeah you know that's
0: how committed you are
1: yeah you know whenever whenever he i can make it a priority you know (laughs) because i want to look a certain way and he'll get me there yeah but uh yeah, no, I want to do things right this time. Um, I want to do things, you know. Brief. No Top Fitness isn't just me. It's me and Claudie. And she's going to do, like, a lot of the active wear. And, you know, we want to have, a, like, a little drop, you know, whatever collection it is. But we want to do things right. You want to do them um, to where it's like, and that's the, that's the thing that's
0: difficult when it comes to brands is when you do a drop, which is what I don't do because I, I like to do things a different way. You know, no criticism. I like to just make something and then put it out. Mm. You know, I'm just that type of person. But what everybody else, what you should do, the right way of doing it is get your get your items, create the content for it, plan it, plan the drop, create hype for it, and then release it.
1: Yeah, and, you know, I want to do things again. You know, I'm at a place in life where we can do that, I set aside some funds and yeah, things done, but... You know we just need to do it um but now it's time to make myself uncomfortable again that's what we
0: all gotta do man
1: and uh make it happen
0: what's the most uncomfortable thing you're doing right now
1: educating myself haven't been in a classroom in fucking 10 years probably so, so. you're doing
0: in all that online stuff huh
1: uh no i'm doing
0: you're going in person
1: no, I, it's it's for a certification, and then once I do that, I want to get my mortgage.
0: Oh, yeah, you're, you've you been working So I've been on trying
1: – I haven't been working. I'm not going to say I have been. I've been saying I have been, but I've never taken a step. The first step is passing this the ISA test, and then once I get that, then I'll study for my mortgage test, and then once I get that, then I'll transition out of it, hold on the coach again, yeah, you know how it is. Me? yeah. Um, I'm good. We are good to go. All I right. thought I would thought that my check-in didn't go as planned, but it did. What do your check-ins consist of? Uh, the mandatory poses. So, mm-hmm. quarter turn, quarter turn, front relaxed, back, back double by, side chest, ab and die. yep
0: all right man well i'm glad you came glad we had this conversation for those of you who are watching on live uh we had a whole conversation before all this i decided to put on live a little late it was a great conversation that we had yep i like talking to you bro i always like talking to you i hope that i i know that you're gonna do whatever it is that you gotta do to succeed in your bodybuilding show I think it's a lot of work, and I think you're one of the people who's willing to do it all. And uh, at the same time, not just be hyper-focused on yourself. Still have conversations with people. Still be, you know, non-egotistical. Is that the word? Is egotistic?
1: Yep. That's so. one thing.
0: That's one thing that's hard to get rid of with everybody. Like, I even even me, you know, it took me a long time. I mean, I guess to this day, it might still not be gone. To uh, getting rid of your ego.
1: You kind of have to with the sport, though. But I think it comes with putting it in check, humbling yourself, and being nice to everybody because you know, treat everybody as if how you want to be treated.
0: Yeah, humble yourself, or life will do it for you.
1: That's for sure. Yep, life will kick you right in the dick. Yeah, man.
0: Fuck. So what's up? You just what was good? Now did you hear about um? There's a lot of shit coming out for, uh, for the fucking UFO sightings. You, you see all that? Nope, I haven't paid attention no. to that. Nope. That shit's been crazy. I was paying attention to that this morning when I got up. It's wild. Front, front to back. You still sending him shit?
1: No, I just read the email. He re- he did my official check-in.
0: How often do you get your meals
1: changed? Uh, not very. Cause if it's working, then you don't want to change it. It should, You shouldn't change it. Body's responding well, then it responds well, really. But it is almost meal 30.
0: All right, man. So, you gotta eat your next meal.
1: I gotta get home to eat my next meal. It's great
0: talking to you guys. Hope you guys have a great day. Uh, grind endlessly. <laughs> <laughs>
1: We're out. At- <laughs> we'll talk
0: about what I was saying, dude. The, so, I was reading it up this, reading this morning, and uh,